This is the Get Fit Babe podcast, a place for women to come connect, get inspired, and find guidance to get physically, mentally, and spiritually fit. My goal is to help you start living your ideal lifestyle with a fire in your soul. I'm Cody, founder of Get Fit Babe. I call myself a creator. I'm a real estate agent selling houses by day, a social media manager by night, and a confidence coach in the hours in between. I am right there with you, just trying to figure out how to live the most abundant, free-spirited lifestyle possible. I'll be sharing the ups and downs of my journey while giving you all of the details on the divine downloads and inspired action, as well as introduce you to some of the most beautiful people I have met on this journey. This episode is for the hustlers, the grinders, the people who have been told over and over again that, oh, it's it's just a mental decision that you make, or, oh, it's your mindset. You got to flip your mindset. Okay, yeah, so much easier said than done. If you are still trying to hustle and grind and push and strive towards these goals or big audacious dreams and passions of yours, and you're not feeling like you're moving forward, you're feeling like you're just spinning the wheels and nothing's really happening. I was there and I finally reached a point where I can look back and pinpoint exactly what strategy I implemented to be where I am right now. You guys follow me on Instagram. I'm sure if you're on this podcast, I have been sharing my money struggle. I actually have a highlight on my Instagram story sharing the money struggle and how I'm getting out of it. In December, I shared that I was in thousands and thousands of dollars worth of debt and I was determined to get out of it. So after I made that little snippet on my stories, I put together a plan of action and I have been following that plan of action over the last four months and I have actually made more money this year than I did all of 2019 just within four months. And I'm going to go over with you guys the exact strategy that I implemented for that. It is my priority to share with you guys my personal experience. I'm not one to rip off other people's content if I don't believe in it and test it out within my own life. And I oftentimes implement my own strategies along with that. So I'm not over here claiming to be any sort of manifestation guru or ultimate business coach, but I will share with you what has worked with me and you can take those things, put your own little spice and sparkle into it and hopefully thrive like I have been able to thrive. A little bit of a backstory. I thought that it was never going to end. I don't have anxiety unless it's financial anxiety, and I have no idea why I'm legitimately tearing up right now. Um, Wow, emotional over here. I'm just thinking back over the past, I don't know, 10 years since I moved out of my childhood home and off to college, it has been a financial struggle. I remember I would put things on the belt at the grocery store, and i didn't know if my card was going to go through. I would pay with a credit card that had like $20 left on my credit max. I would go to bed at night and just lie there and toss and turn and just stress over the financial anxiety. I was working nine jobs back in January before the coronavirus hit. I was working nine jobs. I would run home, change really quick, and 
go off to my other job. I would eat in my car. It has been a hustle and a grind and I can't even explain the depths of anxiety and stress and the things that I have missed out on because of the financial burden, the relationships it's hurt, um, me being impatient and just like short-tempered with people and not being able to experience all that life has to offer. Money isn't everything, but it sure does help, right? I don't really love the quote, like money doesn't bring happiness. Like, of course it doesn't, but the things that you receive from money, the opportunities, the experiences that you can go and enjoy with more money sure does make me damn happy. (laughs) So I am here to share this experience with you guys and I want to be completely transparent and open about what I have done. Um, So let's jump into it. So a lot of the manifestation gurus and enlightened people out there and people who practice this might disagree with me, but I personally don't think that you can just think things into existence. I think everyone who has mastered the art of manifestation, they do some sort of daily practice around manifestation. So take what I'm saying and kind of apply it to your life in ways that you deem suitable for you. I'm more of a rational person. I like tactical step-by-step things instead of just saying like, manifest it and think about it and use your higher self. It's like, okay, all of those things are great in D&D, but like, what's my first step in doing that? So my very first step when I set up my goals in January, I did it a little bit differently than I normally set up goals. I am the type of person that would set up monthly goals and then by mid-month, I would forget about them or be doing something completely different. I'm kind of a jack of all trades and being a creative, I am all over the place and I kind of just flow where the creativity comes and I love having that kind of life but it does come with um, a little bit too much flexibility sometimes and um, there's not a lot of structure in my life so when it comes to goal setting I really need to have structure to it and be on point with it and have daily action plans put into it so it kind of takes the idea of manifestation and it puts some tactical step-by-step action plans behind it to make it happen and it works for me and I hope that it works for you because um, a lot of people won't get to that level of manifestation or enlightenment to just like tune into their higher self and allow things to just come into their life naturally. Uh, I want to step out and into that and embody that but also take action to create things in my life that um striving for. So my very first step in all of this was getting crystal clear on what it is I wanted. Somebody asked me um, this last winter what it is I wanted to do. And I was able to explain to him the foundation of Get Fit Babe and what I wanted Get Fit Babe to become. I want it to be more of a lifestyle brand where I help women empower themselves and conjure up the confidence within themselves to go and accomplish whatever it is they want to accomplish. I want to have a brand behind it where I'm selling clothing and water bottles and all of those things and then also have a nonprofit sector where I'm working with 
orphanages in Africa and I have all these ideas I want to have a book someday and those ideas and goals and the passion behind it it's all there but it's like okay how do I get there so the question he asked me really is what triggered diving into these goals he said okay if I were to give you $30,000 right now for get fit babe to invest in get fit babe what would you do with it because my excuse was always like, well, I don't have the money to invest and get fit babe right now. And so it's kind of just sitting stagnant. I need money to invest in it. And so he was like, okay, so here is 30,000. What do you do with it? And I was completely stumped. I'm like, I don't even know what I would do with $30,000. So I wrote down, okay, what are all the things that I would need in order to get get fit babe and the lifestyle brand rolling? So I ended up getting crystal clear on what it is that I wanted Get Fit Babe to be and all of the little factors within it and really dove into the foundation of why this is even my passion. I went and looked at pictures of when I volunteered in Africa. I went and you know looked at all of my creative drawings and notes and all of that from when the idea of Get Fit Babe was just being created. And I got crystal clear on that vision and that mission statement of what Get Fit Babe was going to become. So whatever that is for you, what is the core of what you want to do? We can't just start off with a financial number. We can't just start off with, okay, yeah, well, I want to make a million dollars. Cool, but like, what would that million dollars be for? Why do you want to make a million dollars? We have to be a little bit more in-depth with our goal in order to really step into it and have it become a part of ourself because the more that you identify yourself with money the more resistance there's going to be so if you identify yourself with that core foundation belief of your passion and what you want to do that's what's going to be fueling you instead of allowing the love of money to be fueling you so along with creating this deep-rooted mission statement and getting super clear on what I wanted, I also started to work on my money mentality on the side and really started to surrender and let go to the attachment that I had with money. I like to say I untethered my heart from the love of money and now I can feel my mindset switching. I looked up tickets to Australia the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, look, tickets to Australia are only $1,200. And the person I was talking to, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so much money. And I was like, no, it's not. I thought it was going to be like $2,500. And I realized that this is part of the mental shift I've been having around money. To see things as, oh, that's not a lot of money. Or to look at my finances as I have more than enough and I am abundant rather than I'm struggling and having the scarcity mindset. So that's been a huge part of attracting money into my life is not letting money have such a hold over me, not allowing it to have that scarcity energy around me in my life. Um, so that's just a little bit of a side note is if you struggle with finances, it might be time to start working on your money mentality and flipping the script because a lot of us have ingrained in us from childhood the scarcity mindset from when our parents said we can't afford that or um, we don't have enough money or money doesn't grow on trees and all those little 
things that I have deep rooted in me that I've just trying to unwind over the last few years. So step one was getting super clear on what I wanted. And then I went into more of a basic goal. A basic goal would be, I want to make $50,000. Okay. So that's basic. And then I went down and refined it. What would make that goal a little bit more specific? I call these smart goals. So it's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. We've already checked the box on relevant by starting with clarity on what you want and what your mission statement is. It has to be relevant to you and what you want to pursue in this life. We're working on getting more specific with it. So great, you want to make $50,000 by the end of the year. So what is that for? What's your timeline on it? And how are you going to do it? Or maybe your goal is, I want to quit my full-time job. That's also a basic goal. Getting more specific, we would say, I want to make 50K in my coaching business by the end of the year so that I can quit my full-time job. I then refined it even further. So I started off basic and I went specific. I will bring in 50K in my new coaching business with new clients by January 2020 and quit my full-time job. All right, even more specific is I will obtain 16 new coaching clients making 50K in my in revenue by January 2020. So I went in and I actually took, okay, my goal is 50K. So what does that look like in the number of clients I need to obtain? For real estate, it was, okay, if my goal is making 180,000 gross this year in 2020, what would that look like in average sale price and how many buyers am I going to be working with and how many sellers would I be working with? So I did a little bit of math. For this, I reverse engineered. So your goal is 50,000. How much are your package options? What are you selling? How much commission are you going to be getting per unit sold? So say you have a coaching package option that's $3,200. How many clients will I need to obtain $50,000? So it's a little over 15 rounding it out because you can't have half of a person, it would be 16 coaching clients. So I got really specific down to the number, down to how much a package costs to obtain that $50,000 goal. So you're now not looking at it as a certain number money-wise, but you're looking at it, okay, how many people am I going to get as a client to change their life in order to obtain $50,000. So it becomes a little bit more personable and it becomes more in line and linked to your passion and your mission that we got clarity on in number one. So we reverse engineered our goals by taking $50,000 and equating that to 16 new coaching clients within a six month span. So then I went in, okay, how many is that per month? That's two to three clients per month. So we now have our new monthly goals as I will obtain three new coaching clients per month who are paying $3,200. I will start this in August and by October, I will have 10 new coaching clients. That is a well-refined, specific, measurable, 
attainable, relevant, and timely, smart goal for you right there. So again, just to recap, because the goal portion is a really important piece, you're going to start off basic with an overall year goal. And then you're going to refine it and have it become more specific. You're going to take your massive goal and you're going to break that down into what that looks like per item sold or per coaching client obtained. And you're going to put dates on it and make that number a more specific number that actually puts people or items behind it so that you have exactly how many per month you need to obtain to create that massive income goal for yourself. Okay, and then this piece was the massive differentiator for me. A lot of gurus will disagree with this because they believe that you can just manifest things by doing daily affirmations and making that decision. But for me, I'm like, okay, what is my daily action plan to obtain this? What do I need to do on a regular basis in order to generate leads to hit this number. So I went straight into my daily action plan. For me and my business, it's straight lead generation. I need to get my face and my name out to as many people as possible who want to sell or buy a home in order to make this goal happen. So I went into one of those sort of spider web brain dumping charts that we used to do in like elementary school or middle school. And I put together, okay, where are these leads going to be coming from? Social media, marketing campaigns, my sphere of influence, setting appointments and dates with people, um, the five feet rule, talking to people at the grocery store, um, events and networking, and then events that I host, social media one-on-one classes or um, just networking events, little brunches and such. That was obviously before COVID. But exactly what I did was I broke this daily action plan into Monday through Sunday. So I chose which day of the week I was going to have off. And then I configured how many hours per week I was willing to invest in this. So that's really important is to refine throughout your week how much time you will be investing into this passion project because most of us have full-time jobs, right? And you only have a little bit of time to work on your network marketing business or your art or whatever it is that you're trying to sell. If you're a life coach, obviously you have another source of income. So determining how much time you're willing to dedicate and how many days per week you're willing to put into this will help you configure if this goal is actually achievable. So I went into a daily action plan after I created that web chart of where all my different leads are going to come into. I wrote out what I needed to do on the days that I was working in order to collect those leads. For me, I need to have these ideas and these little um, tactics and strategies implemented day by day in order for me to actually remember doing them. So I wrote out a schedule where Monday I would send my newsletter and I would post on social media events that are happening in Tampa. Tuesday, I would host a webinar or go live on my Instagram sharing my buyer's guide. Wednesday, I would host a class and preview two properties on my Instagram. 
Thursday, I would have a morning coffee date and the topic would be on sellers for my Instagram. So you guys can kind of see, I took the brain dump I had on how I was going to lead Jen and I put it into a daily action plan. Saturday, I would make the newsletter that's going out on Monday and I would preview two open houses. Sunday, I would host my own open house and I would post a video sharing that property. So I just broke down my goals into the daily action plans that are going to actually help me obtain that $50,000 or for my real estate, it was $180,000 that I want to generate this year. Okay, so you have your daily action plan with the tactical things you're going to do each day to generate those leads to make that number. But I also went as far as creating an action plan for when those leads do come in, what do you do with it? So this is creating that system, that seamless system that's going to put people in the funnel and then move them through the funnel. If you only get to the point where you're collecting leads and you're getting people interested, say for instance, I get a buyer that messages me and says, hey, I'm interested in buying a home in the next six months and I don't have a system in place to be like, great, let me X, Y, and Z, here are the next steps. Then they're just gonna sit in my inbox and they're not gonna move to buying a home and they're gonna work with another realtor. So. I have my buyer process and my seller process. I have the first step on what I do with that person when they inquire. So say you're a life coach and you're trying to obtain clients for life coaching. If you have somebody DM you and say, hey, I'm interested in what you do, I think I need a life coach and you don't have anything in place to provide them that information, say, oh yeah, let's hop on a free 20 minute webinar where I get to know you a little bit and share what it is I offer. If you don't have that in place and a system, then you're gonna kind of be throwing spaghetti at the wall and you're not gonna be seamlessly moving people through your funnel to hit that number. So I'll just share with you really briefly my buyer process and kind of what that looks like, how I broke it down. So. I call it nurturing the lead and I have week one through three. So if somebody reaches out and they say, hey, I'm interested in buying, I'd love to get some more information from you. The first thing I do is I put that contact into my CRM. So we call it follow-up boss. It's essentially where it's my, my contact book. I put them into my contact book. Number two is my contact number one. I send an intro about me email and I just share a little bit about myself and I pull out their ethos a little bit. I just allow them to get to know me, Cody Talley, instead of me, the realtor. Number three is I send them a nice to meet you text and the buyer's guide that I've created. Number four, these are just contacts. So contact number four is I send a text asking them to get set up on the MLS. Contact number five, we go for a coffee date. Um, contact number six, I'll send them a buyer tip via email. And then contact seven through 12, if they're not already really working with me, they'll get my bi-weekly 
newsletter. And then if it goes anywhere above that, they will get custom follow-up texts and phone calls. So I have a specific system that moves them through the funnel. I have since added to that system and my very first point of contact with somebody that's interested is getting them face-to-face -face over Zoom. I have a first-time homebuyer Zoom call where I get to know them and their real estate needs and they get to know me and my personality a little bit. I hear about their family, where they're from, what they do for a living, and it just establishes a relationship that's more in-depth than just wanting to sell them a home. Okay, cool. So we have the strategy behind it. We have the daily action plan. We have the SMART goals behind it, and then we have the foundation, what your mission is, and the foolproof clarity on what it is you want. Now we get into a little bit more of the woo-hoo-y stuff. I added into my daily action plan. It's more of a morning routine that I do, and it consists of journaling, my devotion, yoga, and meditation. So every morning, I woke up and I wrote out my gratitudes. I wrote out five to 10 things that I'm grateful for, and then I wrote out a statement that said, I am. I am a successful realtor making $10,000 per month buying and selling homes. I wrote out that I am statement until it became true. The strategy that I've shared with you the last 25 minutes has actually catapulted me into a full financial bracket that I've never in my life ever been in. And it is not without, you know, hard work and believing, but I truly believe that it was A, a mindset shift, B, the energy that I've had behind it, working on myself, working on my money mentality, working on my belief and my confidence that I am a successful realtor and sort of embodying that and believing that wholeheartedly, but writing out these I am statements and um, truly working on myself from the inside out has been pivotal. You can't really just think about it. You're not just going to sit there and think a smoothie into your hands. You know, you're not, that's not really how it works. In my opinion, someone could walk through the door and hand you a smoothie and you could be like, well, it's manifestation. But I really think that happens less often, <laughs> but it's about thinking it and having that clear foundation and writing out those I am statements and really working on yourself and becoming and encompassing that version of yourself that knows that you're capable of becoming a successful life coach or being a successful realtor. It's embodying that before you have achieved it. It's knowing that it is already yours and that you are more than capable of being that version of yourself. It is my belief that you already are and you already have and there's no reason to become anything because you already are. It's already within you. You just have to uncover, you have to remove the garbage and the trash and the limiting beliefs and the things that have weighed you down over the years. You have to uncover those things to start embodying that higher version of you, that fully competent, fully capable um, version of you that can get anything she wants. So 
I would ask you, how's your energy behind what you're trying to achieve? Are you constantly feeling like you're running into a wall? Are you constantly feeling like it's a drag to do the work that you're trying to do? Is it constantly just, you know, forcing yourself to sit down and work? Or do you feel like you're in those flow states where you're just craving working on the material that you're trying to produce. You're craving hopping on those coaching calls. You're craving going and showing those properties because there's a unique passion behind it. Or are you sort of forcing yourself to do the door knocking and the cold calling and um, thinking with the mentality of you have to do hard things in order to achieve your goals? I truly don't believe that that is the case. I think that you can turn things around by being in more of a flow state and really understanding that you don't have to do the icky things that don't make you feel good. I think that might be what is holding most of us back because we put this standard and this expectation on ourselves, regardless of what industry you're in, that you have to do the things that the successful people have done to get to where they are in order for you to get to where they are. And I just don't think that's true for everyone. I think that there's so much room in this life to create and um, do things your own unique way and still see success in it. For instance, I in real estate have just had this like weight on me for the first year thinking that I should be door knocking, I should be cold calling, and I felt so much guilt for not doing those things. And I finally just removed that pressure and allowed myself to just sit down and do what I like to do and be on social media and like go and interact with people in person. And my business has taken off because I've removed the pressure and the expectation that I placed on myself. But it was like, I placed that on myself and then projected it onto other people thinking that everybody else was expecting me to do something a certain way. But really, it was just me. So what do you have in your life that you feel the pressure and the expectation to do but doesn't really feel like it's in alignment with you? I would suggest removing that and replacing it with something that is in alignment with you. So I removed the pressure to go door knocking and I added the expectation that I was going to hop on live. I was going to do video. I was going to produce valuable content on social media instead of going and cold calling and door knocking to collect leads. So replace the things that you hate doing within your business with something that you really like doing within your business that can generate the same results. And by doing that, I really believe that the energy behind your business will start to shift and people will start to see it as more true to you. Even through a screen, people can detect energy. If your captions are forced, if you have a ton of preloaded content that is super scripted and it looks like you sat down and reworded a million times, people can see through that. The posts that I make on Cody Tally and Get Fit Babe when I sit down and I just type it out and press post, it gets 10 times more engagement than if I try and sit and write a caption when I'm feeling uninspired. When I sit and try and write a caption when I'm feeling uninspired and I reword it and it just doesn't sound right and it doesn't jive and it's just posting just to get content out there, it never hits. So if you see that I go a week without posting, it's because I'm feeling uninspired and I don't feel like I have anything of importance to say or I don't feel like I'm able to articulate myself very well. And so I'll just take a pause. It's better to take a pause and work on 
your mindset and your energy behind what you're producing than to force production and come across with an energy that isn't authentic. So I think the fundamentals in order to do that for me has been the morning and evening routine of journaling my gratitudes, journaling the I am statements, and doing the yoga and meditation to get myself in the right high vibe energy and mentality. A lot of this whole stuff is mentality. If you don't believe that you deserve it, if you don't believe that you can actually accomplish it, if you have doubts and those limiting beliefs, then those are going to constantly be getting in your way. So it's time to start rewiring your brain. There are so many great books out there um, that you can use as resources to really dive into the restructuring of your mindset. I've talked about this before on podcast where I used to be super pessimistic and just think that, you know, woe is me mentality. I would drop coffee grounds and think my whole day was ruined. I would say, of course, of course this would happen to me. Of course, you know, I would get in an accident. Like I just lived sort of a negative mindset of a life and more bad things kept happening because I was attracting those things into my life with my mindset. So the moment I started shifting with, okay, yeah, not a big deal. It's going to be fine. We're going to, you know, today a closing got rescheduled. I was supposed to close today and get a massive commission check and it just didn't happen. It's getting pushed back. And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It's going to be great. It's still going to close. And it just got pushed back to Friday. Like at the end of the day, it wasn't that big of a deal because I chose to make it not that big of a deal. And I chose to think about it in a positive light. So I would say the background work for me over the last, it hasn't even been four months. It's been years and years and years of working on this mindset. It started when I realized that, whoa, I can change the way that I think. I can control this mind of mine. I can use my mind as a tool rather than my mind using me. A lot of us don't even realize that we get to reframe the way our brain works. We get to actually choose the thoughts that go through our head. Initially, it was me intentionally switching around those thoughts. Whenever I would have a negative thought, I would say, nope. I would literally stop myself and talk to myself. Nope, that's not right. And I would reframe it in a positive thought, in a positive sentence. So... I think more than anything, you guys start to work on your mindset, look up some resources of books you can read. I'm sure I have a few that I can suggest. Um, The one that's sitting right here is Think and Grow Rich. If you have a really bad money mindset, Think and Grow Rich is a really good one to reframe that along with You Are a Badass at Making Money. Um, You Are a Badass is one that um, really changed the game for me and when I started this personal development journey. Um, So that's just a good one with mindset altogether. And then um, if you guys need any other suggestions, I should do an Insta story on books I suggest. I have an Amazon um, public storefront that has all of these in a little folder for you guys that I'll share the link to as well. Um, but I hope this was helpful. It's definitely not like a one size fits all sort of thing. I want you to take the strategy that I've implemented and kind of put your own little spice and sparkle on it and realize that you do have to put action behind it. You do have to have some sort of structure or I do at least. Um, it's not about sitting on the couch eating popcorn and watching selling sunset in order to sell a property. (laughs) It takes work. 
I also created a Pinterest board that I would look at every morning and just, you know, look through the things that I wanted to manifest. Like I have um, girls holding wads of money. I have a white Jeep Rambler. I have what I want my apartment to look like, the shoes that I want, the way that I want to look in real estate. And slowly but surely, I'm starting to accomplish those things. Um, so if you have any question as to whether or not this is working. Um, I was telling myself in January that by April I was going to be making 10k per month throughout this whole year. So it got pushed back a month because of COVID. But with COVID happening, I decided that I wasn't going to let it set me back. I decided that I was going to do everything in my power to push through it and I was going to pivot and freaking make it work. Because I shared these goals with my broker. I sat down for a little bit of accountability and said, this is what I want to accomplish. Watch me make it happen. And she said, okay, that's a little bit of a far-fetched goal, but I think you can do it. So I was determined. In May, so I was one month off. In May, I made 10K. In June, I made 15K. In July, which is this month, I am at 20K and projected for August, I'm already at 15K. So you can see how the universe works. All right, Cody, you believe you can make $10,000 per month. And I embodied that and I encompassed that and I've built up the confidence and the daily action plan and the mission behind it all to be making more each month than I had even planned. So it is possible, you guys, with the financial history that I have, there is the light at the end of the tunnel. I can finally freaking breathe, and I want you to be able to breathe too. I want you to be able to feel what it's like to have a savings account and to have no credit card debt. I want that for you. It is a relief, <laughs> more so than anything I've ever experienced. It is a relief. So... I hope this was helpful. I hope that you take little snippets of this and apply it. And I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear how you liked this podcast. And I want to hear from you in four to six months on how this has helped you, how it's shifted your mindset and your finances and your passion. 